Welcome back, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin, as always, joined here by Aaron Larsoul. This is the hook, Aaron. I want to, I want I I want to ask you something, and I oh. want you to tell me if you think you're <laughs> if you think I'm a weirdo. All right. All right. All right. Beyond the fact that I'm sipping on red wine again, that officially that makes you that officially makes you a weirdo. <laughs> um, all right. So since we've had Avery, so it mm-hmm. used to be when when new Marvel movies were coming out, Jen and I would go opening night. Like we would okay. we would we would go out for dinner. We would find a a, a theater that served wine and we would sit there and we would make <laughs> at least that's at night probably yeah so you're good okay yeah we would we would we would make a night out of it it was yeah, great yeah, yeah. i i miss it i really do then we you had won avery. the goddamn lottery by the way <laughs> you have date night to go to marvel movies i mean that does make you a weirdo because you're like a comic book weirdo but you found a girl that's better looking than you and smarter than you uh-huh. and accepts date nights as going to marvel movie <laughs> movie openings you didn't you didn't done well brother <laughs> Have I told you what we do for Valentine's Day? Hopefully nothing, but go ahead. Oh, so no, Valentine Valentine's Day, I'm not a fan of Valentine's Day. I'm not either, which is why I don't participate in it. Yeah, um, I, I'm not a fan of Valentine's That's Day. That's Jen- the reason I never have a girlfriend, because I <laughs> won't participate in Valentine's Day. Um, Jen Jen grew up, she, you know, her dad actually was uh, would would buy her and her sister flowers for Valentine's Day. It was like a, mm-hmm. a, a deal in, mm-hmm. in their family. So, like, she grew up with it mattering. I grew up with it not mattering. And, um, and our compromise over the years has been that on Valentine's Day, because it's usually right around the time of All-Star Weekend, that yeah. uh, our Valentine's Day date is a nice dinner and then we go when we find uh, a nice sports bar and we watch all-star saturday night that's that's what we do for this is (laughs) this is encouraging me to maybe get out these streets and participate (laughs) there's I don't know yeah. if there's more than one unicorn, but you didn't find a unicorn. <laughs> you got the Kristaps Porzingis. Like you, you got the, did you see <laughs> Victor Wembanyama? Yeah. Did you see? Did you see that? I did. Yeah. It's like Rudy I mean, Gobert's by the way, I've, I've, I've watched him play. Uh, he looks I've legit. He's legit. Is he is he is the best for those that don't. know. I don't know if he's Big Man Thanos though. Like he I don't is, know if he he's is, the Infinity Gauntlet. For, for those for the listeners that don't know who yeah. we're talking about. There is a French kid who is Victor still Omeniana. not. Yeah, he's still not eligible for the draft this year, and he is all of seven three or seven four. Has skills and <laughs> has been like <laughs> dominating uh, professionals in Europe for a while now. And he's still, I think, he's sixteen or seventeen now. Um, punked uh, Chet Holmgren in in the like under eighteen game. I mean, yeah. So, he is, he is, I, and I've, I've scouted him, I've watched him. He is the best prospect since LeBron. Um, but he was described on Twitter by somebody yesterday, today, I don't know. And he was uh, yesterday, and then it's making the rounds again today. He was described as Rudy Gobert's defensively, Kristaps Porzingis offensively, with Joker passing ability. And the kid is 17. <laughs> And the, and by the way, that's that's hyperbolic. The tweet is hyperbolic, but it might not be wrong. Well, I think he it's probably monst- wrong. I mean, it's probably wrong. 
because that would make him wrong. Wilt it's, fucking Chamberlain. It's probably wrong because that's the best player in NBA history. Yeah. It's like and he runs 17. Anthony Davis off the floor. Like he just. And, yeah, and he's 17. So it's yeah. probably wrong. Yeah. But he is, in my opinion at least, he is the best prospect since LeBron. Yeah, and I, I'm not. Dude, the dude is a monster. I'm He's not disagreeing seven foot there. Seven four, handling and step back threes, crossing people <laughs> like grown men crossing them over. I saw. In I the saw second best league in the world. I saw. Yeah, there was a play. He's on the right wing. He takes a dribble to his right. He does like a Tim Hardaway crossover where it's the in and out cross back. The, the UTEP two step. Yeah. Then he and then he and then he. You know, I think he has the ball in his left hand, and I don't think. I think he just. He just does like the step back that they do now where they use the gather step to their advantage and mm-hmm. it looks like an extra step on the step back mm-hmm. and he hits a three-pointer. And I'm like, holy shit, that's really impressive for any seven-footer. And then you remember, holy shit, this guy can barely drive. He's a seven-foot <laughs> and he's seven-four. Legitimately, seven-four. This guy. And he's this. a teenager. <laughs> so, but yeah, I... Uh, Anyway, yeah, Jen is Jen is the 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 big man Thanos of of significant others. I I will I will not disagree with you there. I got in I got in trouble on Valentine's Day this year because I didn't participate. <laughs> multiple people looking for me. Like I'm not participating well, in this. Usually, and it the is fact, the end of cuffing season, right? I think you know. I think it's kind of like quarterbacks in the NFL. If you have multiple Valentine's Day dates, you probably don't have one Valentine's Day date. <laughs> like I think. I certainly did not. I mean, look, look man, Hennessy is delicious. I, I, I literally sat at home by myself and drank Hennessy. I'm not trying to give nobody the wrong idea. Yeah, that's that, what I mean. That, that's what yeah, I mean. I'm not giving nobody the wrong idea. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, you're the protagonist here, Aaron. You, you. You, you're in the right. What is this? Is Tenant? I'm the protagonist. <laughs> I don't actually have a name. <laughs> I'm just um, the protagonist. So, so anyway, what makes what I'm wondering if you think makes me weird. So we had our, our old Marvel dates, Jen and I did. Uh And we used to, again, like it would be opening night, dinner and a movie, the whole, whole shebang. And, um, since we have had Avery first, when we first moved out here to Texas, we didn't have a babysitter. So like that was just off the table. That was not something that we could do. Right. And then now that Jen's folks live out here, we do have babysitters. And Avery um, old enough, she can watch herself. She good. I think back in like ancient times, they used to have pit bulls watch over babies. What? That was a thing. You can Google oh. it. Okay. Um, so Callie, you're telling take me care you're telling me you're telling me Avery's not old enough to like watch herself. She can't just hang out. No, she's like she's old enough to get herself into trouble. She's not. She's too young to get herself <laughs> out of trouble. So. Um, so, so we technically do have um, babysitters, but mm-hmm. as Jen is pregnant right now, she doesn't have energy beyond like nine thirty, right? Okay. And um, and so like for the last two big Marvel movies that came out, Spider Man being the first one, and then Doctor Strange was last night. How many damn Spider Man men <laughs> movies are there at this point? Uh man, I mean. There were three Spider Men in the right, Spider-Man and then there's movie. like Metaverse or Into the Verse or something, which is really good. I might actually be my favorite one? arc. Yeah, that might actually be my favorite cartoon or favorite superhero movie. That's of all the one time. with the black with Black Spider Man, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta watch that one. Yeah, we actually yeah. named our to be son 
uh, after after that character. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Miles. Damn y'all really, yeah y'all. Really, I was making fun of you before, but y'all no, really into, I'm y'all like, really into yeah. these. Y'all really into these. Well, it's it's also because it's Avery's. Movies. It's Avery's favorite movie. So like the oh, the notion right. of her ha- and and like so Miles kind of plays movie. a role in it. Okay. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, so so the last two movies that have come out, I have gone out by myself, tucked in Avery to sleep, tucked in Jen to sleep. Okay. Jumped in the car and right. went to the movie by myself. Does that make me a weirdo? No, I think you're all right. I mean, no, I think you're all right. I think it's, I think it's, and by the way, I'm going to say something here and I don't mean any disrespect or disdain for people that do this. Cause if you want to do this, I'm with it, mm-hmm. like do your thing. And it's become a thing more recently and people, because social media in and of itself is weird. Mm-hmm. And so people post about doing this as like a point of pride. I think going out to eat by yourself is more is weirder is more mm. strange than going to the movies by yourself but if you enjoy it go do either by yourself who cares yeah does it make you a weirdo to go go to the movies by yourself i like it better if it's in the afternoon if you're catching a matinee <laughs> by yourself i like it a little better <laughs> yeah but no you know what go do so, you everybody go whatever if you go enjoy your own company go do you here's here's why i feel a little weird doing it yeah but it makes you a weirdo yes <laughs> But who cares? Be a weirdo. Who cares? But yeah. I, my my thing is, so I I agree with the point that you made about the time of the day mattering here. Mm. That the fact that much like the red wine, by the way, the, the fact that I'm like slinking out. Yeah, you know, I tuck in Jen, I tuck in Avery, I like slink out quietly. Yeah, yeah. you know, because that um, feels more like you don't have someone to go with if it's at night. Yeah, that should be well, like you're going out at night. And it should be a you should be like on a date. That's what yeah. it feels like. Yeah. If it's a matinee, you're like, I really want to see this movie. It's gonna be twenty five dollars instead of sixty five dollars yeah. to go to the movies during the day. Like, I'll I'm, catch I'm, it. I'm committing adultery on my family with like men in superhero uniforms. I saw you. You didn't. You didn't. Well, we're not gonna give spoilers away, but you didn't love Doctor Strange. Is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to, like, you know, those of you listening, don't worry about it. No spoilers here. But, uh, I saw you mention that on Twitter. It was entertaining, but it's not up there, like, uh, among the the great, like, Marvel movies. Is that like a second tier movie for me? Is that the dude who can, like, open portals? He was opening portals in the, in the end game. He didn't have one before, or this is another. This is his second movie. Oh, okay. He did have one. Okay. So he's had his own, and then this is the second one. Um, and and yeah, I yeah, I'm not. I don't want to go too far into it. You see how you see how committed I am to the to to the Marvel. (laughs) What is it? This Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, you're still you're just planning out your next Valentine's Day date. Exactly. You're just exactly. getting getting exactly. ahead of it. I'm gonna actually I'm gonna I'm gonna take one uh, for a matinee during the day, and I'm gonna take another one. And... <laughs> Can they release a Marvel movie? They got to release a Marvel movie on Valentine's Day. Make, no, just go make, to go to All Star Saturday. Just do All Star Saturday. It'll be, it'll be perfect. Uh, um, I do right. I do enjoy the All Star game. That Saturday's so we, better than Sunday. We have a lot to get to here. We have <laughs> now that we're eleven and a half minutes in. Well, we talked about a French basketball prospect. This is the only hoops we've talked. I mean, Spider Man could ball. He'd be a good basketball player. I actually uh, played with a, my senior year of high school. Played with a dude named Miles who was he could hoop. But there you go. See, Miles Irwin probably won't be able to hoop. Um, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> 
the offs, the playoffs have already started. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. we are midway through the second round. It has been really depressing for me as a Lakers fan to watch the second round and come to the realization that not a single Lakers role player could probably get meaningful minutes in any of these series. Mm-hmm. That that mm. that stings a little bit. That 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 stings the nostrils. Um, the eyes start watering just thinking about like how relentlessly Malik Monk would get just targeted time and time. I think I think again. I think I think he could. He, I think he could play. I think he could he'd be. Have to get like fifteen minutes. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's he's. Uh, you know, they they cut down the rotations. Most coaches, let's yeah, say, most coaches cut down the rotations in the playoffs and are playing eight, maybe nine guys. He could, yeah, he could be in that range on a as I don't think as he is now. I don't think Russell Westbrook could play in any of these series. I think it's just LeBron and AD. Those are the only two Lakers who who I would feel comfortable getting like 30-ish minutes in, in any of these series. If those two dudes are healthy, they should be playing 42 minutes. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like anybody else on the Lakers, I, I, I would say Monk gets, you know, 15 minutes. Uh, Reeves, maybe like end, end, end of a playoff rotation. Ask Cooper. Rest, Westbrook. Ah. Uh, Man, it's awkward. Yeah, but I mean, Russ is starting in, play, in a playoff. In fact, Russ did start playoff games last year. So yeah, yeah. And, and how effective he would be is a is, is and the Lakers ignored and fair question. The, the Lakers went out of the last time the Lakers fans saw what what Russell Westbrook in a playoff series. The Lakers were actively not guarding him. Mm-mm. Are you saying the the Lakers fans do not watch playoff games? Because he was, he was. They were in the playoffs in Washington last year. No, I know, I know. But I'm saying, I'm saying, last time against Lakers, the Lakers, like, yes. like against the in Lakers, the bubble, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And right. and no, I I do think for a lot of people, like the playoffs are typically like a lot of fans' introductions to some of to, to a lot of these teams. I think that is, I think, I think that is fair. We we've gotten so hyper localized like in. That, yes, I think that's fair outside of the weirdos. Like yeah, you and I that are obsessed with this stuff that yeah watch League Pass every night. And, yeah, I think that's fair. Which uh, which of these series has entertained you the most? We'll we'll leave Golden State out of this, seeing as that is your team. That is my team that I have drafted and, and am paying oh, totally. attention to. That's totally what I meant. Absolutely. For the sake of this podcast <laughs> and our the Tuesday show, um, well, you mentioned depressing, and I thought where you were going to go, uh, you said for Laker fans and mentioned some of the, the Lakers role players that you didn't think could, could play. But I think it has been the second round has been depressing every other night because yeah, uh, the Warriors and Memphis and Boston and Milwaukee, both series Such have been like series. very compelling, yeah. especially the Warriors and, and Memphis. And then the other series, which we're getting tonight, if you listen to this on Friday when it comes out, uh, Miami and Philly has been just horrific. Oof. It's just, it is just like watch something else. I'm, I'm, a I was junkie, in shock so at how it. quiet Miami's fans were. They like, they don't show up. They were so bored. Yeah. Cause well, the heat were bored too. Even with, without their third best player, probably in Cal Lowry. Like, yeah. I mean, we could spend the next hour just, talking about what this means for Harden and making fun of James Harden and 
making fun of the fact that Philly is going to have to pay him <laughs> two hundred and fifty million over the next five years. Would you? Would and, you? Would you let him? Like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Like, I'm seriously asking you this. Yeah, yeah. Would you? Would you want to pay him that, or would you let him walk? I would. I think I would rather let him walk than. I think that let him walk. Him the max. He's seen as like a non-entity like you just can't let him walk you have to get something you traded all this stuff you you have but i don't i don't think that's like out of the realm that's like i think that i don't think that's off the like decision making tree table yeah um no i mean who's paying him that amount of money though well i think i think what philly has to hope is that he ends up opting in Mm -hmm. um for next year and then himself and... you get to see like maybe he's still dealing with hamstring stuff and he's out of shape and like maybe like he's not he's generally he is towards like in in the nba normal like aging stuff he's towards the end of his prime he's 32 he looks like he's 42 but he's <laughs> 32 yeah. so he's like Physically, he shouldn't be so diminished that he looks like he looks now. So I think the best thing for Philly would be that he opts in and then you kind of can figure it out next year. Do I want to pay him five years, $250 million? How about this? Between the two guys, I would rather pay Kyrie than, than James Oof. Harden. That, right. But I don't know. Like Philly's in a rough spot because what's the alternative? Well, I, I think you... Do you see what he gets on the open market? Like, does some other team max him out? You know, do but you he's not a restricted free agent. So if he does that, you don't get a chance to. You don't automatically get a chance to match. I that. think. I think I would let him. I would let him make that mistake. And also, by the way, like, you, look, you know, you and I both know that these teams kind of know uh, which way the winds are blowing on on these kinds of matters. Yes. So, like, if if Philly gets the sense that actually some team is willing to pay him that amount of money, um, then yeah, then that changes things. But I would be pretty surprised. I'd be pretty, well, no, no, but, uh, but I, I, I think, I think like I, I usually, um, there are like, by the time we get to the off season, there's usually reports out there of like X, Y, and Z teams are willing to pay James Harden this amount of money. If he was to hit it. Now that is yeah, that is sometimes the agent getting that out there to maintain leverage with the team that they're negotiating against, but overall, like usually that that kind of information I would imagine is out there. You could tell me if I'm wrong, though. No, no, it is. The difference in this case, though, is that that is for people that we know are going to be available or we assume are going to be available, mm-hmm. and everyone has just assumed that Harden is not going to be available. So I'm not yeah. saying there isn't that stuff out there. It's just That's less so. And by the time you get there, if Philly lets it get there, you may have like irreparably damaged your relationship with Harden. And he may say like, eh, fuck it. I like, yeah, now I'm leaving. Right. He doesn't have to take your max if you make that offer. No. And if you let it get to the point where he's fielding offers for uh, from other teams, Maybe he like feels disrespected and says, "Man, fuck, fuck y'all! I'm I'm out of here. I'm going wherever." Yeah, I but I think it's a fair question. The other factor in this is the cap is going to go up in a couple years, and so the back end of that, yeah. which I mean, is still going to be horrific. 
yeah. is less but it, horrific. Yeah, it might hurt a little less. It's gonna, it's still gonna hurt, but it's gonna hurt a little less. No, I, I legitimately feel like Kyrie is more reliable than James right now, which tells you everything you need to know. I mean, Philly's in a rough spot. Yeah, I, um, I think both those teams are in rough spots because I, I don't want to pay Kyrie either. You know, like he terrifies me. Dude, Kyrie could as soon as he signs his contract, it wouldn't shock me to to hear him say like, "No, I'm, I, I have decided to take up fencing." What? <laughs> oh, what? Not, not Where did that come from? <laughs> not fencing. Uh, so I think, but Embiid theoretically maybe is going to come back tonight as you listen to this. So, um, I don't think that that matters that much, and like. How many more body parts can this dude like not have available? Right, his eye is broken. He has yeah. a concussion. His thumb is on his shooting wound. hand. Is, <laughs> yeah, right. The Monty Python. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I I think that has been kind of like both of those series are just so and and like Dallas is kind of competitive, sort of at in moments, and then you just see like the boa constrictor phoenix just choking the life out of them yeah so those have been like both of them have been really depressing watches those series and the other series um warriors memphis and boston milwaukee have been outside game two game two uh milwaukee boston wasn't that compelling but i think i think they've been like tactically more interesting certainly more competitive and then we'll we'll talk about this later because I think we're going to make fun of Luka Doncic's defense for a second. But um, the, like, hatred that is kind of building up in, in the Warriors-Memphis series always makes it, like, fun a fun watch. I think – I think – because I, I, I think you're seeing some hatred in the Milwaukee-Boston series too. Like, I, I – I, look – he didn't get assessed a flagrant for it, but there was a there was an elbow that I saw uh, Embiid throw that caught, I think it was Robert Williams, kind of in the chin on you know, and yes. like he gets he's clearly getting a little fr- uh, frustrated with the way that they're guarding him and the physicality in that series. There just isn't the animosity in the other in the other series. Like uh, Dallas and Philly are like too far behind the teams that they're playing against. To, I think really hate that team i think you really kind of missed that in those other two series um yeah I, the the Embiid thing you almost kind of wonder and there was reports coming out over uh over the course of this last week that ben simmons is uh had surgery right yeah yeah uh yesterday in fact thursday um, it yesterday. wasn't even reports the nets announced it that he yeah. had surgery uh micro or something like that um that two of them and uh, so that is the same surgery that MPJ got and mm-hmm. has been dealing with as well. Uh, this is not a a this is a, a, a tough, complicated injury that he's been dealing with. Um, and with that being the case, like a lot of those things that a lot of people were saying about Ben Simmons and the Reggie Millers and the Stephen A. Smiths of the world, I'm still waiting for those apologies uh, yeah. on, on that front. Yeah. But like. But, but they also uh, cleared him. He was also like he's well, right? To, like right? That's well. That's some somebody there either in his camp or in the Nets camp screwed up. Both both of them seriously. Yeah, probably both, both of them. Both of them. Yeah, 
Probably Bofa. A little from column A, um, and a little from column B. Yeah, and and uh, but I but like with the reason I bring up Ben Simmons and Embiid is like Embiid did kind of clown Ben Simmons for the way that his season ended and and for yeah. how things have gone there. And I kind of wonder if part of why Embiid is so adamant about playing through all this stuff, which like an orbital fracture can get worse, is a scary is a scary injury. Yeah, a uh, torn ligaments in your hand can gonna get worse <laughs> going to require like, surgery when yeah he, like he, done yes as soon as this season is over he's going <laughs> to go game, into the night. two games from now yes yeah um and 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 i kind of wonder if he's going out of his way to kind of like show that he's the anti ben simmons here hmm. and if any of the if any of the arithmetic that he's doing mentally has anything to do whatsoever with that joel don't man yeah, no, like, yeah, just if you feel like you're healthy that. enough to play and all that stuff cool and if you and if you want to be there for your team cool i'm not here to tell anybody not to play if they feel like they can but if you are doing this in any way shape or form to send a message to simmons or to anybody else and say like see that guy over there i'm not him uh i would just say joel be smarter than that yeah but that you also like weigh that again yes i agree and I'm I like I'm not a huge fan of Embiid. I think he, like I don't find it funny anymore. Like at first, all his little all the extra stuff I kind of found amusing. I don't yeah. really anymore. Mm-hmm. It feels a little corny to me at this point. But so I agree with what what you're saying. But then I have this like mantra that, and this was we talked about this when when Simmons was going to come back theoretically. Right. Mm-hmm. And could he just give them 10, 10 minutes guarding Jason Tatum? Because Tatum was roasting them. You just like. And and we talked about this with the, the Lakers coming down the stretch in the Lakers season, you know, and a lot of fans just was like, just put us out of our misery. Let's not do this anymore. I don't even want to make the playing game. And my response to that and my response to this is you just don't give playoff games away. If you can, like it does, if this was a regular season game, obviously he's yeah. not playing right. He, Joel Embiid's out for two months. If this is, if this is in the regular season, but you never know, like some of these things feel inevitable, right? It felt like the Warriors were just going to win 10 championships in a row. It felt like the Lakers dynasty was just going to win all the time. Um, it felt like this Brooklyn Nets thing was going to just, you know, dominate for a while. And you just, you never know what's your best chance. You never know when's your last chance. And so you Mm -hmm. just don't give, in my opinion, you don't give playoff games away, period. Um, So my like optimistic view of it is he's just saying like, I'm I am diminished, but I got to yeah. like, get, I got to go. I got to go for my guys because Joel Embiid at 5% is still probably better than DeAndre Jordan at 150%. DeAndre Jordan, this series has season. Sure. But this, this series specifically <laughs> the last three seasons, <laughs> this series specifically. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just, mm. I think I think I saw I and and I'm paraphrasing the stat here. I'm I'm estimating, but I think they have run so either Jimmy Butler or Tyler Hero have run like fifty something uh pick and rolls in DeAndre Jordan's direction. 
And in those uh, possessions, Miami is scoring like 1.6, almost 1.7 points per possession. That's um, that's, a, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, I'm, I'm looking it up right now because his plus minus, look, plus minus is kind of like a wonky stat. Yeah. But his plus minus, I thought it, he in the two games he was like minus 31 in 31 minutes or something <laughs> like that. But I'm looking for it right now. So in game and Doc is two, just going to keep on starting him. Got to start him. He was minus nine in 13 minutes in uh, in game two. Mm-hmm. And in game one, he was... Minus 22. He was minus 22 in 17 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, right. So he's minus 31 in 30 minutes in the series. That's... Uh... That's, re- that's real, real bad. Real, <laughs> it's real, real bad. And so that's why Joel Embiid is playing with a... <laughs> hey, man. Partially severed eyeball... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sees DeAndre Jordan warming up. He's like, Doc, just cut off the eyeball. I'll figure it hey, out look, in the offseason. You don't give away playoff games. Put me back out there. Again, like all these things feel like they're going to go on forever. You don't, right? Like Memphis feels like, all right, if you don't get it this year, right? Yeah. They're ascending. Stuff happens. You. You have no, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. You Ask Dan Marino, chance. man. Like Dan Marino thought he was going to be in the Super Bowl perennially after his like what rookie season and the, the second season. Yep. And when it's just like never there again, it was it just never happened again. So it is, it is, yeah. it is. But it's also like, and we see all these injuries and all these random things happening in 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 games and in series, and it for me it underscores the point and i always know this but it like it was a great reminder it is so damn hard to win in the nba like it <laughs> yeah. is it's fucking hard to win a title yeah so i mean it requires luck and all that but it is it is just hard yeah and yeah. it feels like even lebron right he went to the finals whatever nine, nine years in a row or nine, ten years in a row or whatever it is <laughs> yeah. uh, lebron just this is what he does okay yeah it's fucking hard yeah, till till he got to the Western Conference, and he realized. Excuse me, and then won a title. But yeah, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go we'll, ahead. We'll, we'll put we'll a pin in that. that. We'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in that one.